When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the family with <laughs> Alex Rampard Rasmussen. She's busy grooving. I was going to say, I almost missed it. Co-host Catherine Brandt. Kevin Pittman. And Andy Rampernard. We're back. The whole family here. Now we're talking. Wednesday. Why isn't it Friday? <laughs> oh, God. It's your Friday. That, that really, that is your Friday. Not She's really. right. That's not how it works. How is it not your Friday? Not I'm, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are not just like, oh, I'm just laying around reading a book. Well, <laughs> there's never a day that is like that. But your Thursday, Friday is very similar to your Saturday, Sunday. No, because he's around here. all day. <laughs> oh! Well, so your Saturday, well, Sunday is. So yeah. Thursday and Friday are just heaven. Yeah, so it Weekends sounds more like worse? a Monday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't talk to me ever again. That's all I'm saying. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so in any case, um, so what's the latest? Everything good? Everything's good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Since the last time I talked to you. Nothing major to report. Sage got fillings this morning. Oh, he did? How'd that go? He walked in the house, and I said, how'd it go? And he said, great. So... I guess it went well. The good thing is, since he was told he had cavities, he now... Will brush his teeth and will floss. Mm. He always well, brushes. Good. He's always brushed he's his teeth always and given flossed. me major pushback. Oh, really? old, yeah. Oh. Every day and the washing home. of the hands. Sage, you just went potty. Wash your hands. I never do. I'm like, well, that's gross. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he always goes. The, I don't have to. I didn't touch the toilet. Like well, doesn't matter. You have to wash your hands. But also, good job for not touching the toilet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he pulls his pants down and then puts his hands in like a prayer position in front of him and like wiggles onto it and then sits. Oh, so he doesn't have to wash his hands. And then he scooches his butt off. Oh. And then he pulls his pants up. Well, how does he wipe? So he doesn't have to wash his hands. Well, this is only pee. This is only pee. Oh, it's only pee. Yeah. What does he do with the poop part? Well, then he has to to wipe and wash his hands. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear that. I cannot believe today is Madonna's birthday, and she's only 65. She's got to be older than that. Only 65. You think? She's your age? Yeah. And my mom's not 65. Well, she's but... 64. Close enough. <laughs> but, I mean, she's <laughs> close to it. Yeah. <clears throat> gave away within a year a, of your a life. year? She doesn't care. Uh, oh, she gave well. away a year of her life for... Many years before. Yeah, I was telling everybody I was a year older than I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's the difference? God. But yeah, that's surprising that she's... <laughs> she's got to be older than 65. Horrible. I heard she looks terrible. Oh, I thought terrible. you were going to say great. Hor- no, she got, a, she got a whole lot of bad plastic like, surgery. All of a sudden, no, it was like, what happened to her face? literally took some of that foam tire stuff and shoved it in just her went, face. Yeah. And she just did one of those, crazy yeah. Because she looks like... <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even know. She looks like an alien. Google Madonna, like current Madonna. Because at one point terrible. she was like a sex symbol, right? Like she was like the oh, opinion yeah, of what so. everybody yeah. wanted to oh, look like. Which she was the thing. She is a thing. <clears throat> no, she looks like yeah, the a thing. thing. <laughs> she looks terrible. Oh, poor Madonna. 
Well, you know, she made I've these never, choices. I have never been able to stand her voice. Truth be no, told. me either. I've never been a some, Madonna fan. Yeah, there's just some people that she just always sounded like uh, nails on a chalkboard to me. I could yeah. not take her. I'm the, uh, she has two songs that I like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I was like, was, was, oh my. I had to scroll a little ways because I had like all of like, I guess her good photos. Doesn't and then she it look got, like an alien? Scary. Uh, yeah. Scary. I know. Fully like, scary. No, I got to look it up. Damn it. I think like, that she would do better with less. Like this? That's what she looks like right now? Oh, she looks worse than that in some photos. Oh that yes. at least sort of looks like her. Not too long ago. I think she just overdid some sort of filler situation to the yeah. point where she was just... Like a balloon. Yeah. yeah, I think anytime you start injecting your face with stuff and it looks like it doesn't move, yeah. like you, that's too far. Yes. Like, yeah, it's it just far. let yourself Or it age. like puffs up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There's so many puffs. This puffy. cannot be her. It is. <laughs> yeah. Well, the photo that you had. She's got the dreadlocks. She oh, that's terrible. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, the one that Tevin brought up, actually, oh actually, you God. can tell it's her. The, the one right after she did all that, you could not even tell it was her. No, this one you could not tell it to. No. There's no mm-hmm. way. No, and, and I get it. Like, there's a lot of pressure from, like, society for celebrities to make sure you try to look as youthful as you yeah, can. Yeah, Nicole but it's like, Kidman did. Just let yourself yeah. go. Nicole Kidman did that <laughs> for a while. She was always playing with her face, <laughs> and she looked. Oh, yeah. In this lioness thing. Yeah. They're lighting her all funny, because I think yes, she overdid the whole filler thing. She doesn't like Okay, that. I got to get off this page. That is a hideous photo. Yeah. Man. I know it really does suck that you know mm-hmm. it's like these women feel like they have to do all that stuff just to stay relevant, and it's I think just a facelift would be fine. Why do they have to shove all this foam? <laughs> all the foam. Uh, yeah, why did the, the fillers is all where it gets over the place. Just diff- yeah, you're in dangerous territory when you get into and fillers. Can't they do little digital things anyway when they're being filmed and photographed? Yes, that they're just going to look nicer and well, and there's, do, do a little soft there's lighting and good be done with plastic it. surgery. Everyone call mm-hmm. Jane Fonda. Yeah, and be like, where'd you go exactly. and do that? Because she still looks her age. She just looks really good for her age. She does. You're she right. looks. She does look. But that's good. no weird she fillers. Does, I don't think she does the weird filler yeah. stuff. I don't know why people even go with fillers. I think she gets a facelift every 10 years. She gets like a mini facelift every so often, and yeah. she looks great. But she looks appropriately well, her I don't age. know how much a facelift like that is. It's probably $25,000, $30,000. If only Ralph were here. Ralph, help us. I mean, it's a lot of money. I mean, not that movie stars have to worry about money. No. Right. How yeah, much I suppose not. is a facelift? It's all going to depend, I'm sure, on... Because, like, there's a full facelift, there's a partial a facelift. A traditional facelift can cost anywhere from $7,700 to $11,780. Is that all I'm signing up? Interesting. Ralph. According to the American <laughs> Board of Cosmetic Surgery. Oh. A mini procedure can be cost-effective, and that goes from $3,500 to $8,000. A $8, mini procedure. A mini facelift. Because there's mini. a full facelift, and then there's a mini facelift. Because the full facelift, it's like they take... Everything from your jaw, the lower mm-hmm. one, yeah. Because my up friend and do the f- like full pull everything back, and then the mini one. I think it's just up top, mm. and yeah. And it's like a little pull. And yeah. like obviously, it's not like when you're doing a facelift, all of a sudden you have like six inches of extra skin that you got to like tuck somewhere. But like, isn't there like a little bit 
Shouldn't there be like I think when you lift everything up, cut, like yeah, I think don't you have to like, cut it, some yeah. stuff off? You cut off? it off. Yeah, I know. Okay. My friend, skin. one of my friends had a face like a full one, mm-hmm. and they literally like they take yeah. your face off, they take everything. your face off and trim it and sew it back Ugh. on. I guess she said it was quite the thing. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm then sure. I've got yeah. a couple of friends that have had the lower <laughs> ones, and it really is hardly. It's like a little bit of bruising, a little bit of swelling, and they look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's much better than being bloated up with all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Well, on a more positive note, we have John Huber on the phone. John Huber. Where the hell have you been, John? I haven't talked to you in a long He's time. He's been consulting with a plastic surgeon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's why it's late. <laughs> well, you know, there's, there's actually some, some studies out there that have taken place that plastic surgery can actually help some people get out of depression, uh, especially that body image issues and things like that. So. So maybe we should look at that as, as an alternative mental health treatment. Who knows? I well, know. I know in, in the UK with the, with the national health, if you can yes. if you can convince a doctor that you're suffering from bad self esteem, you can, yeah, you can get a boob job on the on yeah. the state mm-hmm. on the house on the house <laughs> <laughs> on the house, baby. <laughs> That's all we know. So they, they've already they've already figured that out over there in the UK. Right. So hey, if there's any plastic surgery that surgeons out there that want to do some research studies, we can we can push for that. Yeah. So So Dr. John, with as nuts as everybody is right now, how do you do your job? Man, you must be busy <laughs> as hell. Well, I you know, I am. I am pretty busy. Um and you know, there there's there's lots going on, you know, with, with COVID. 
we had the lockdowns, which basically told everybody to act depressed, lock yourself in your home, stay away from friends, don't go outside. And what happens is behavior actually changes brain chemistry, just like brain chemistry changes behavior. So at one point, CDC was saying, you know, pre-COVID, we estimated about 20% of Americans had some sort of mental health issue. Uh, during COVID, they said I got up to around 55%. Whoa. And that, that makes a lot of sense of everybody is doing these behaviors that mimic depression and your body starts producing the, the hormone balances and neurotransmitter balances that mimic depression. It's, it's very easy to see why, you know, suicide is up. I mean, 2021, we had 48,000 suicides that were successful. That's, that's roughly one death every 11 minutes. That's not including the people who failed. That's just the ones who did it. So, wow. What about that segue from, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a segue for you. <laughs> God, uh, COVID has affected base everything, absolutely everything. And um, yes. I, I was talking um, with somebody last week about um, kids, these COVID babies, and, and not just the babies, yes. but the ones that would would have gone to preschool or mm-hmm. started kindergarten and then they couldn't, so they were isolated. Right. And I guess these kids are um, considered to be very different than... They're having very significant behavioral issues. They don't know how to play. They don't, you know, lots of weird things that, that, you know, we never thought about. And, you know, it's like I understand that, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff going on in geopolitics and things like that. but, But to basically change you know the fact that we are our communal animals and to decide that okay the best thing for us is everybody be alone don't do anything that has some serious ramifications i mean we are you know designed to be social and to be around other people and when that doesn't happen things don't work right we don't grow right Uh, how do we dig ourselves out of this (laughs) well (laughs) that's great Magic wand? You know, how, how do we do this? It, you know, it's going to take a lot of effort. It really is. As parents, you need to get your kids involved in as much as you can. You know, get them involved in the things that we don't necessarily think about doing. You know, get, get them into the local, you know, theater in your communities and things like that. Get your kids up on stage. Get them to sing. Have them join choirs. Get them into martial arts where they're having to do group activities that are individually based. And, and your, com- your you know, comparison is, did you do better than you did yesterday? Not, hey, you're not as good as the person next to you. So, you know, those type of things. So people can just start being social again. I, I, I got to ask you a question because, you okay. know, over the years, uh, things come and things go and all the rest of it. But I, I just... The amazing thing to me now is it's it's not enough that we disagree on life or politics or whatever, but if I find out that you don't believe what I believe, I want to do you harm either financially, physically. I in some way have to... It's not enough that I just disagree with you. I now have to harm you. Where did that come from? Well, you know, I, I, I think, again, we're social animals. I think this came from, again, a lot of geopolitical pressures. The easiest way to control us is to divide us, and our governments yep. around the world are doing stuff behind your back while you're worried about, you know, what your neighbor 
what kind of car they're driving instead of, you know, hey, you know, they're raising our taxes again and they're 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 allowing people to do illegal things and other people they're they're fining them and taking them to court. Why? Why? And and that's the big question. And it's basically um, a social experiment where the controlling class have figured out a way to manipulate us without raising a single gun. And I mean, they shut down what 174 countries for two years, God. and they didn't raise a single weapon. That's power. Yeah, well, there yeah. isn't that the truth, no doubt about it. You know, for me, if if I find out somebody disagrees with me, it's like whatever. I don't really care. I live a different life than you do. I've had different experiences than you have, and yeah. all the rest of it. Also, I have a wonderful wife, kids, grandkids, great friends, all the rest of it. And if you want to be miserable by wasting hatred on me, then you go ahead because I'm not <laughs> going to send it back. I have no time to hate anybody. I got too many Absolutely. people I love. And that's such a rational thought process. Now think about the people who Wow. Have, you should see him. He's have, raising his hands like he just touchdown. made a touchdown. Because <laughs> because I'll tell you something. He's never been called rational before. No, oh, well. First maybe last time. Okay. okay. What's in your coffee this morning? That's what I want to know. Lighten it up a little bit. First no time question. ever. <laughs> well, you know, um, wow, where, and I just totally lost my train of thought. Where was I? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, so how about those spurs? No, let's see. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, this is all such a crazy thing, and you're exactly right, you know, to to get on with your own life and move forward and realize that that everybody doesn't have the same experience you have. And, you know, there's amazing benefits from that. I mean, that's why this country took off and became such a leading country world around the world in all areas of science, math, military, um, education across the board. And why was that? Because we understood at, at some kind of guttural level where individuals – all put in the, the same sort of situation because of the different backgrounds. We come up with different solutions to the problem. And so we can have 50,000 different solutions to a problem. And we're going to find the ones that work and they float to the surface as opposed to other countries that are driven by, you know, some sort of oligarchy or, or, or some kind of patriarchal mechanism, whether it's, you know, trust. What is the word I'm looking for? Like we have in India, they have the different um, uh, class systems that are in place. Casts. So we don't have one or two people trying to come up with solutions because then at best you're only going to get one or two possible solutions. What are the odds that those solutions are going to work? Whereas here in our country where we have this representative republic and we all on local levels deal in democratic type of situations where individuals can make their own choices and all of a sudden we start seeing – out of 50,000 different business owners, hey, this model works here, and this one works there, and this one works here, and not one of them works in every area. And that's you know the disadvantage of having those, those single government dictates that say you have to do this because it doesn't work everywhere. Wow. So it's one of the things that has made America great is all those differing opinions and all those differing positions and experiences growing up give everybody a different insight 
And that's why the cream floats to the top here in, in the United States. And hopefully we're going to continue that. Um, you know, it, it seems like we're getting a lot of pressure in a lot of different areas right now that's kind of disconcerting. And we see what's going on in politics and, and you know, trying to manipulate things through, you know, the different branches of our government. It's pretty scary. So I, I think we're going to recover. I believe this country is resilient, just like I believe our suicide rates are going to begin to drop again um, when we start realizing that, hey, we need to address depression and realize that it's not because you're broken. It's because you're human. And maybe you just are a little too caring about what's going on right now. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. But how do you then cope with that? And that's where a therapist can really benefit somebody, teach people how to cope, how to let go when you need to let go, and how to really engage in that emotionality when you need to. Well, I, I, I hope you're right, because I mean, just two weeks ago, I was in a meeting, and a woman was, um, she had to take a phone call, and she found out that a friend of hers, son had killed himself, 28 years old. He had been in yeah. the military, and he just, he had uh, alcohol problems and just killed himself. Was that the one I heard about yesterday? Mm-hmm. Very, very sad story because I mean, we love terrible. this family. They're great people. Yeah. It's just so sad. 28 is way too young. Way too young. And and it happens, you know, everywhere. And, and that's not even, I mean, I've, I've had some seriously, like, single-digit kids, in, in, you know, under under 10 years of age do things uh, oh, to end their lives. And it's pretty scary. Uh, you know, it, it's not... You know, doing what I do, I hear all this stuff. Nobody comes to me when they win the lottery. So I'm I'm kind of jaded in a in a in a strange way because of my 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 business and what I do for a living. Um and, and oftentimes they come to us when it's way too late. It's the occurrence has already happened and so we're just helping the families pick the pieces up and move forward. And I don't like that. I would much rather be, hey, this is going on with the kid. Let's do this now and, and, and change their life, and they'll be here 20 now. And I, I can honestly tell you I had probably one of the best experiences in my life professionally when I had a parent call me in June, and uh, I, I, it took me a minute. They had to remind me that I'd seen their kid when he, he was like 11 or 12 for this very reason. And he just uh, wanted me to know that, that uh, at his college graduation, he toasted me in front of everybody. Oh. He wouldn't be here today if it hadn't have been for the, for his therapist. And then they they debated, and Dad won, and he got to uh, call me and tell me that he he wanted me to know, but he also got into law school, so he's starting law school. Well, that's oh. a great success so, story. Yeah, and it's one of the best feelings that I can have doing, doing what I do. Cause I got in this to help people. And when I find out, I don't often know the ultimate outcome with these people. Oh. So when my clients and patients call me and, and send me emails and Christmas cards and give me little stories like this, it is the best feeling ever period. I, I can't think of anything that even comes close. Can we get people to focus on the best parts of their lives instead of the like everybody? Oh, I'm a victim. Everybody, why do people? I would never admit if I were victimized, I'd call it something else. I really would. <laughs> but people now just love to tell everybody else how they're a victim. Why have people changed their minds about that? Well, you know, it's a funny thing with social media. They have changed the way 
our world functions. And, right. and you see either grand, I'm, I'm in Tahiti, I'm in Bali, I'm doing all these amazing things that, you know, that middle class people only dream of doing. And somehow this person's doing it, you know, they're renting mansions and telling people that they live in a 21 room, you know, 15,000 square foot home and, and they've rented a Ferrari out front for the weekend and they get all these pictures and it fills their, their social media for the next 12 months. And it's all, it's all fake. And then the other extreme, we get, we get that bipolar situation where we get all the awesome stuff. And then on the other side, we get all the, the negative stuff. And in a lot of places, it's easier to, push and run with that I'm a victim mentality than it is to actually go out and, you know, change your life or uh, become that uh, millionaire on your own because well, that takes a lot of work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's not about brains. It's not about, you know, hard work, period. It's about smart work and being in the right place at the right time because there's a lot of it super intelligent people who just ne never are given opportunities uh, to, you know, that are in front of a lot of people and they capitalize on it. Other people don't because, Hey, wait, I'm a victim. I can't do this. I can't. You know, they've convinced themselves. Why is it, is it all social media? I, I know my kids, you know, they were both in high school still during COVID and the lockdowns and doing stuff at home. And it was like, my daughter, who, who you know, just turned 18, was sitting back going, this is ridiculous. Why, you know, so she actually petitioned her, her school board and was allowed to go into an adult education program. And she graduated, you know, a year early from high school just so she didn't have to mess with all the drama and the negativity and the BS. And, uh, you know, she did that on her own. And I, I'm pretty impressed with her. She's He's uh, something to be proud of, and I am. But, you know, she she reacted and coped that way. So many kids, though, don't have a supportive family that's going to say, oh, no, you have to stay in school. You're you're too young to be in an adult program and all this. You know, that that's, that's bogus. And my daughter was able to see that, and she knew she was going to get support from her family, and she's successful. And uh, a lot of her friends never, never finished up and graduated when they should have because they were sick of all the stay-at-home stuff. And then, you know, the last nine months, they have to go back to school. What's that about? You know? And uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's hard to change those routines all of a sudden like that. I would just like to see people settling down now and not losing their temper or whatever. They, just calm down. That's all I'm asking you. Just calm down. Right. Andy, make sure you save that drop. Yeah. yeah really. <laughs> we'll, play it. we'll play it back for you. Oh! Right. Remember when you said the thing calm about down. calming down? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, that works with your wife, too. The next time you're in an argument, just say, hey, just calm down. And, and, and she will. Oh, yeah. I can see it happening already, Dr. John. I can see it wait, wait, happening already. That was already. a joke. I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not sure if you're a very good doctor. There it is. Well, I try to use humor as much as possible. That is a good thing. But we'll get we'll get past this point i'm hoping because i just yes right now it just makes it very very uncomfortable with the anger and the victimization and this and just relax let's work on it together and we'll get through it right absolutely and you know if i have just general 
advice for people is get outside, get out in the country, you know, walk up and down creek beds, go, go out and, and walk the countryside, smell the flowers, go out to your state and national parks, get out, get back to nature. And it's amazing how that environment kind of grounds us. And we start realizing how lucky we do have it. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we get away, you get out on those national parks. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. more and more of them are getting cell phone coverage, but so many of them don't have that. So you can go out there and be left alone from electronics and the digital world that, that we've created, which is so phony on so many levels. It is true. Catherine and I are very, very lucky. We moved, uh, but what, three years ago now, is it? Yep. Coming up on three years. I think it is three years, but we moved into a neighborhood uh, where 10 of our neighbors, we get together most weekends, just everybody sits in their lawn chair and we sit and schmooze and somebody's mm-hmm. driving and all the rest of it. We got so lucky to find this this neighborhood and we didn't know it when we moved in. No. These people are just wonderfully friendly and nice. And we have a new neighbor, uh, neighbor John. And he loves to bring up to me all the time. And I appreciate that he does it. He goes, Tom... You have lived the most amazing life from the time you're a little boy to today. I hope you do appreciate how how amazing your life has been so far. And that kind of support is pretty rare, isn't it? Absolutely. But you know what? It's the way we used to be. Yeah, it is. You know, think of what happened with television. All of a sudden, people started spending time. And then we only had three channels, so we would get burnt out pretty quick and we'd be Mm -hmm. back outside. Um, but with the internet, with everything that's out there, there's so much to go on. You never run out of new material. And, you know, these designers, these webmasters and stuff, they know how to work with that, a short attention span that we've developed and they keep us triggered and keep us right there in front of that screen. And, you know, it's like, like good video games. They, they know how many seconds you, you'll sit there before, if there's nothing going on, you're going to pick up the, a different game and mm-hmm. start playing. So they know this stuff, and they're, they're amazing behaviors, but they don't even realize what they're doing, I think, on, on the level that they're programming things. And, you know, we've, we've kind of we've lived in the same neighborhood. We, we've owned a bunch of rental property here, and we, we've been here since 19, or since 2002, and it, it's it's amazing how we watch people come into and out of our community, and we do it. I mean, we we got we know who the people are who, who like to have pool parties for the community, and we actually have community pool parties. We just had one this weekend where people get together, and all of a sudden they start realizing, hey, you're my neighbor, and I, I've been living here for four years, and I just now met you, right? Yeah. And all, and and it's it, you. Somebody has to be the catalyst. And originally, it wasn't my family. I'm kind of embarrassed to say is it was one of, one of the families here who has a big old pool, and all the kids were gone. And all of a sudden, mom and dad are sitting with this huge pool that's empty all the time, and they're used to having kids running around and screaming. And so it was like, hey, it's summertime. Let's let's have let's have a party. Let's do this. And all of a sudden, you know, our community watch crime rates drop. You know, because everybody now it knows your neighbor, and they know, hey, you don't belong here. You need to move along, kind of thing. And, I love that. And it's, but every 18 to 24 months, it's like we get a a significant percentage of our population changes here. And we have to continually strive to knock on those doors and say, hey, neighbor, 
I'm your neighbor. Let, you know, <clears throat> we're having a barbecue this weekend. Come on over. You know, just bring whatever you want to drink, and we've got enough food for everybody, kind of thing. And and then the next time, it's somebody else does it, and, and it it's it's work. It is work, you know. And after going to our nine to fives all the time, and then coming home and take care of laundry and electricity and your kids' homework, it, it's not something we think of as what we want to do. But it's amazing how just a few 20 or 30 minutes, you know, go for that walk in your neighborhood. Yeah, you yep. see everybody talk to them when you're out there. You know, we know so many people in our neighborhood. It's like if our dog gets out, we get a text. Hey, your dog's around the corner. She's sitting in my front porch, <laughs> so I let her in. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, I have this huge boxer who just thinks everybody loves her. And, mm. you know, <laughs> we've got one of those. And too. all the neighborhood dogs get along with her. I, it's really weird. But, you know, that's ketamine for your dog, though. I, I treat her with ketamine. One of the great, great things in our life, too. Alex has a seven year old and five year old, seven year old daughter, five year old son. Uh, Andy has a uh, son that's 20, what, 20 months old now? Uh, 21. Awesome. 21 months old. <laughs> and the great thing about it is, is we talked about our neighbors, uh, Mike and Susan. They live right next door, and they, we sit together outside all the time with all the other neighbors. But the great part of it is that Catherine and I, and and Mike and Susan are friends, and then you drop down one gen- generation. You got Alex and Andy, and on their side, they have their. You know, I don't know if they want me to identify them, so I won't. But the great thing about it is, her seven and five year old go, well, are their kids going to be over too? Because because they have children approximately the same age mm-hmm. as yours, right, Alex? Yeah, yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. What is it? A one year difference? You said. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now, Andy, I cannot wait. And the reason I even bring this up is because I watch. My grandchildren have fun with their grandchildren. Our children talk. Uh, we as the adults, you know, the responsible adults, unlike our children, you know. What I mean? mm-hmm. But I cannot wait till Andy's son is old enough to, to actually go, hey, are they going to be over too? Because we want to come. You could, your mm-hmm. son is going to have so much fun like, uh, like Alex's kids do. It, it brings great joy to the whole neighborhood, watching these little children get together every couple of weekends. It's wonderful. Absolutely. And, you know, as a forensic psychologist, I want to I watch and see, okay, which ones are going to grow up? White collar crime criminals. <laughs> <laughs> That'd probably be Alex's kids, you know. Right? <laughs> you, you I would say white collar. Right? You slip the parents a little uh, business card on your way out. Like, You're going to keep this for a couple of years. You're going to yeah. be calling me back. That's exactly right. Hey, I give you the community discount here. You get an extra ten percent off. Doctor John, you can't disappear like you did for a couple of years there. I know COVID was going what? on, but we got we love having you back. Well, thank you. You know, I I just uh, it, it's it's been crazy. You know, COVID hit, and yep. I I really have been doing lots with with uh, ketamine and and psychedelic uh, psychotherapy interventions. And we have a, a our company is nationwide now. We're in thirty two states. We're in Canada, um, and uh, it's it, it's really been a full time like seventeen eighteen hour a day kind of situation for sure. well since since. You know, March, maybe April of 2020, when all this stuff kicked in, um, and it's been nonstop. So uh, things are kind of slowing down now, which is good. And uh, you know, so I'm I'm moving back more into this arena. Don't lose my number, and uh, you know, you guys want me on or have something you want to just spur of the moment. This worked out perfectly. You know, I had cancellations yeah. this morning, and 
And if you'd asked me yesterday, I said, no, I got patience. But this morning it was like, hey, <laughs> I just had a cancellation myself. I'm good to go. Let's do this. No, it's wonderful. Dr. John, great having you back. And I look forward to talking to you all the time again. It's wonderful. Awesome, Tom. Thank you so much. And y'all have an amazing day. You too, sir. Thank you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Dr. John Huber, ladies and gentlemen, been on the show, God, 10 yeah, years. Yeah, a while. <clears throat> Long time. But we haven't talked to him now in four years. He's yeah. only been two. Oh, he's on two years ago? Yeah, he was on October 2021. Oh, he was? Okay, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's wonderful. But he is so good. I mean, this guy is a brilliant, brilliant man. When he said he has 35 locations, now I was going to ask him if he could borrow me a 20. Right. <laughs> Such a Minnesota way of asking. Borrow, yeah. borrow, borrow, borrow me, me a dollar. dollar. Yeah. Yeah, borrow me a dollar. That's exactly it. I was going to ask him, um, there's, like, there's a new trend of taking a compilation off of TikTok of these some uh, around 35, 40 year olds that are all so upset about the fact that they're working, they've finished school, and they're they've got this you know job that that pays decent money and that they still can't afford to do anything. Mm-hmm. All right, but yeah. t- by the time I pay my rent, yep, buy groceries and pay for transportation, I've got nothing left in yep. taxes. I have literally nothing left. I can't buy concert tickets. I can't go out to dinner. I can't do anything. And they're crying, especially in Canada. Apparently in Canada, it's really very expensive, Mm -hmm. even more expensive to live than the United States, which is hard to believe. Well, Well, they've got that huge tax base. The thing about Canada is that almost everyone lives in a small handful of cities. Yes, that's true. I think 90% of their population lives within like 50 miles of the border. Well, I think they also pay. I think the average person the pays about sixty percent tax for yeah. so they can have the free health care. Yeah, you mean free like Minnesota's going to be in about another two weeks? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. this thing says cost of living in the United States is higher than Canada. Well, these kids, these on kids, where. right? <laughs> Middle-aged people who, right, are really to. they're really having you know they're having a hard time, and it's just interesting to me that nobody seems to be helping any situation for 
working people. Nothing yeah. seems to be happening. And well, and it sucks too because you're told like, okay, you're going to go to college, you're going to get this great paying job, and now everything's going to be you'll fine. Make a, like, you'll, make a, you'll make another million dollars in your lifetime mm-hmm. if you graduate from college. <laughs> yeah. Which sounds pretty good, right? Yep. And then you go and now you have these, well, college is extremely expensive now and continues to just get more expensive. And so now you have all these bills and now you're getting a job that, well, they yep. want experience because other people that have more experience are getting the, you're not getting paid as much as you thought. And now like rent's expensive. You want to buy $3,000 Taylor Swift tickets like you yeah there's not enough money to go around oftentimes and people get sold a dream that's not a reality oh people are like what you know what am I supposed to be doing here I'm just supposed to work and work and work and work and never be able Mm -hmm. to afford anything that's not a good situation to be in or you're working such long hours that when it is the weekend now you're like I'm exhausted I don't really have the energy to go do anything anyway Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know I don't know what the answer is here I mean if we're just going to keep on expanding the government and giving away free <clears throat> stuff to people that aren't working, which, I mean, I'm all for. People wouldn't want free stuff. Give them free stuff. Except for you have to pay for it. That's the problem. <laughs> right? Nothing is ever really free. It was well, released this morning. Not when you're the person paying the taxes right. to make sure other people get free stuff. This morning, our governor was bragging about the fact he's going to send uh, rebate checks to all people, uh, single people, if you make seventy five grand or less. Couples, if you make $150,000 or less, and it was made very clear in the article, this money's not coming from the government. It's coming from our tax money. So well, he's not giving away this, anything. Well, that no. was the surplus, right? Yeah. Because originally it was That's supposed to he, be $2,000 a piece or something yeah, like that. Yeah, now it's $260. Now it's $260? Why yeah. even bother? Keep the check. It's not going to change your life. Fix them up. Right. Well, fix the pot it'll buy some groceries. It'll, it'll buy yeah. some groceries. It'll buy, you right. it'll buy two weeks week, of groceries. Yeah. A week's worth of groceries. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, how about it'll buy your vote? And well, how, much, how much will it cost to mm-hmm. process the checks? I know. Figure mm-hmm. out who it's gets ridiculous. the checks. It's going to be millions and millions of dollars just for them to figure it yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I have a question about this free lunch thing. Yep. In the state of Minnesota. There is. Oh, you mean for schools? Minnesota public schools, every child, even if they can afford it, Every child is getting a free lunch now in public school. In yeah, Minnesota. and my kid's school is a private school, and they're applying for that. Oh. So I guess you can apply. Mm. Oh, I didn't think that it was. And yes. get approved. Your mom and I should apply. We get free lunch every and day. I'm, I'm confused because there was like an email that went out, and it was like, please do not order lunch every day just because it's free. Mm. Because the school has to pay for it up front, and then they get reimbursed. Or something mm-hmm. through the program. Let's make it as impossible. I, exa- as, yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not just like here's the budget of how much, right. whatever. I where are is. I feel like it's going to be one of those things where they think it's going to cost a certain amount of money, and it's actually going to cost way. Of course, more. it is because the right. government is reactionary. They because, are not visionary. Because <laughs> they're probably looking at how many kids need a free lunch, like right. can't afford a lunch right. and need a lunch. Because the whole purpose of this is. It's embarrassing for kids to have the free lunch card and then people make fun of the kids that it's like, oh, right. you can't even afford lunch. And so that's why everybody gets a free lunch okay. now. So wouldn't the proper solution, instead of just being a reactionary crazy person, say everybody gets the same looking card? Yes. You and think. we load, uh, well, we <laughs> preload for the kids that can't afford lunch. Right. Well, yes. So they all just swipe their little card and nobody knows 
who funded it? Yeah, well, that yeah. was the big Wouldn't thing. Wouldn't that just with, be the easiest thing in the whole wide world? With like food stamps back in the day, because I'm pretty sure yeah. you used to get like actual like stamp yeah. things, and yes. they were like now it's on um, like a card or something yeah. where you, yeah, okay, yeah, you did, nobody can tell. It was EBT. EBT. There we go. Yeah, yeah so it it's like, like a... it's like things like that. So you definitely can go that route. And yeah. when you say like, oh, well, there's if there's a hundred kids that need free lunch, well, if we say we're giving free lunch. There's people that are on the fence that like, hey, I struggled just to afford lunch. Well, now we're just going to put you on the free lunch program. So it is going to cost more oh, but than I anticipate. I mean, I everyone that I know that has their kids in public school is now like, we don't have right. to pay for their lunches, Perfect. even though they can afford it. Yeah. Which I would do with my kids. No, like, you, yeah. you yeah. can't pay for it. It's yeah. all free. Oh, yeah. it, But I mean, you could send... Like my kids. Yeah, they can just not take it. Yeah, my right. kids, I only give them, I only have them do hot lunch once a week because it's more for fun because the hot lunches aren't like great. Oh, no. Yeah. You There's know, not a school lot of lunches. Yeah, value. exactly. Like it's like, here's a banana. Okay. Um, <laughs> like here's your fruit and vegetable, a banana. And Fawn's like, it's a banana almost every day. Like, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Sometimes a bag of apple slices wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Yum. Um, so I'm like, it's for, just for fun, Wednesdays, mm-hmm. kids get hot lunch. But now people will just be like, every single day, like less food that I have to pay yeah, for. Right. And so I feel like it's going to cost the state so much money. Well, it's our tax money anyway, so. Well, and another thing, too, is um, the state of Minnesota, anyway, doesn't have the best track record. Look at the Feeding Our Future. I have, mm-hmm. you know, $500 million dollars given well. away to... People that they are still giving money to a lot of these people that were involved in the Great. grift. Great. No They're course. still giving money to people. Uh, so is, is yeah. it actually going to go to the kids? I'm inter- are there I'm going just... to be all these people that get involved which, in yeah, it? Which is such an unfortunate thing you even have to ask that question. Like, hey, are we actually feeding the kids that <clears throat> we're supposed to be feeding? Because we weren't feeding like, hardly any kids yeah. for $500 million. And now it's just everybody <clears throat> gets, yeah, I'm just, I'm interested to see how much it actually ends up costing. Cause it went from probably, you know, depending on where you're in school, 10 kids needing free lunch. I don't have any idea. <clears throat> Depend Like if yeah. you're in a suburb, you know, yeah. Yeah. there might be 10 kids right. in a school that cannot afford lunch. And then other areas, it's probably, you know, 200. I don't know. Right. But now it's just like every kid, even if you can afford free, if you, even if you can afford lunch every day, you can't pay for it. Well, oh, absolutely. Most so people it's like, will take the free stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, we're paying for it ahead anyway, of time. Yeah. And then I'm paying for people's lunches that can afford mm-hmm. lunch. Right. Which seems weird. And we have... weird at a private school, too, where if you're like you're paying a high tuition to get in it's like, more why expensive do you have to, to send a kid to minneapolis public schools than is it, it is really? to most private schools yes how so oh, God. We, we have they're, they're, rob on the phone <clears throat> we have who rob a rob. caller hello rob hi rob what's up rob are you there rob He's rob gone. isn't that what you said rob rob landon no landon landon oh landon, oh, landon is your first like, name sounds like rob. sorry <laughs> hello landon hi guys how are you very well, thank you. The studio looks nice. What? No, I, I said the studio looks nice. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. So what's up, Landon? Oh, I was just uh, calling in. It's such an interesting topic right now. Um, I was actually on the show for uh, 
with you guys uh, November-ish, where we came in as a guest. And um, the thing that I, I just don't get right now, and so a little different when I was there, uh, going through divorce now, and the topic for me is exactly what you're talking about, is like, what are we doing to preserve not only um, the money flow for you know, our son, but like the taxes for it. I mean, I'm a business owner, and my wife collects the checks, so of course she makes way more money than me. But you know, <laughs> it, it's uh, it, it's one of those things that you know we we want to keep the house for. Well, I do for for our son's sake, and put him in private school because we're down in Elko, and we actually have like four really nice ones down there, and you know seeing the school districts in New Prague and Lakeville, it's just, it seems like chaos. And it's like, well, what is all of our tax money going to when you have kids? I just heard a, a story recently that, you know, they're vaping in school. And, yeah, yeah. you know, they have, have their, their phones in school all day long, and they're not even paying attention, you know. And I'm hiring high schoolers, and I, they're, they're not... Uh, qualified it seems like it's just to do simple tasks and it's like well what are we paying for and i I just don't see how more taxes coming are going to do anything and you know with the inflation and with housing prices i don't even know how like my soon-to-be ex-wife is going to afford to go really anywhere and you know maybe an apartment maybe a townhome um I don't know, but it's just it's just insane out there right now to see that money is not well spent and nothing's getting done for it. Yeah, I had an argument amongst a group of um, people, a couple, well, I, it wasn't an argument, it was a discussion, let's just say that. And we were saying, you know, this raising of the taxes and that they pissed away $17 billion and nobody knows where it went and la, 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 and yet they raised taxes, it doesn't make any sense. And one of them... One of the people was, oh, well, I view paying taxes as a privilege <laughs> and an honor, okay. um, you know, and, uh, and, Low tax and, rate, and, huh? and there were, there were quite a few people that were, you know, shaking their heads. Oh, yes, 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 I agree. And one person piped up and said, well, I don't mind paying my taxes if the money is used wisely right. and if there yeah. aren't, you know, misappropriating funds and we know where the money goes and in in Minneapolis public schools, what it, it, what is it? It's twenty five thousand, twenty seven thousand per kid. And like twenty seven grand per. And kid. none yeah. of them can read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do math. It's like, what are yeah. we paying for? It, you just can't keep putting more money on a you know tire fire, and think that it's going to solve the tire fire. It's just not going to. You have to actually sit down and make decisions that probably aren't going to be popular. And implement taking away the kids' cell phones, making them sit down, making them pay attention, uh, remedial remedial skills. Maybe a lot of kids lost a lot of ground over COVID. Sorry, summer school for you, or you're not going to graduate. You're just going to have to get tough and make the unpopular decisions. And that's the only way we're going to dig ourselves out of this, in my opinion. Yeah, and I feel like more classes that are geared towards like how to operate in the real world like yeah. maybe we don't need yeah. to learn about how you know the 1974 whatever happened like we can now right. yeah, focus there's on a how lot to... of that that's really it's 
beasts in society. Yeah. 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 I, I went to Egan, and it was funny how you would learn civics and how to represent yourself in, in trial, but they wouldn't, you had to take an elective to do anything for like accounting and how to run a mm-hmm. household. Yep. And I studied engineering and economics, and it is just insanity that we keep getting forced to pay for something that's just not working. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm more than happy to dish out some money or, you know, for events, we give out, you know, tents and chairs and all that for, you know, whatever, just to help out with stuff. And that's something that I personally want, and I know I I get, you know, some type of, uh, not affection, but a smile off of it because, I mean, it's, doing good and i'm doing something then i get i can see it i can repay myself by seeing that i'm helping someone and i think every day everybody wants to you know try but they don't get there i mean it just the kids nowadays i had a 15 year old uh that works for me on a party rental side he was working with me up at the american swedish institute well guess where the flying path of all the jets were that day right over the top Every single time a plane would come by, he would stop what he's doing and look at the plane. And I say, well, what, what are you doing? Just grab the table, grab the chairs, just put it on the cart, let's go. And on another plane, I finally went, what is your deal? And he's like, well, I just, it's cool to see planes this close. I'm like, you've ridden on planes. <laughs> <laughs> Go park Touch by the, the airport. Just, uh, yeah, go by the airport. But let's get the project done. I mean, it just seems more and more when I, I'm hiring these, you know, high schoolers for the party rental company that it is tougher and tougher to get them to, you know, count a stack of chairs, load them, get them out the door for a customer. And the customer calls, I'm missing five chairs. It's like, oh, geez, come on. I just, the simple task and even like automotive or wood shop, they're gone. I, those are like, for me, when I was in school, those were things that, you know, I'm using today. And I don't need to know about, yeah, like you said, in 1974, blah, 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 this, blah, blah. I don't care. I can Google it if I want to nowadays. But to build something, to uh, do an actual mediocre job just to start out in your career as a high schooler or what, you got to... It's interesting when social media first started out and um, they were seeing an increase in attention span problems. They, they were talking about that all the time, how, you know, you've got all these images and people are just instant gratification and, you know, and what these, this stuff does to your brain. All of it. Nobody talks about that anymore. No. And it, it's, it's, it's real, and people should limit their screen time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you yeah. look at, I think uh, you guys have talked about it before, but if you look at what's on, like, TikTok, I mean, it's just stupid garbage. <laughs> it's just <laughs> garbage. You know, it's just, I, yeah, I get, you know, late night I might scroll through it, but it's like, okay, that was really stupid. I just wasted 30 seconds of my life for that. And I'm one that actually would rather, you know, growing up, I didn't have cable. So I love watching all the Discovery Channel stuff. Well, now it's garbage. Now it's all short-term little blurps of uh, reality TV that doesn't teach you anything. And it's just sad how we're not, we're not growing. We're just seem to be 
going backwards. And I'm really yes. worried for my son. I'm worried for the kids now that are, you know, had to deal with COVID. You know, the 15-year-old that I was mentioning earlier, I mean, yeah, he had two years pretty much of it. And I think it shows. I think it shows that he never really learned anything when he was staring at a computer at home or a tablet and never applying it or, you know, get in front of the class and writing it up on the board and maybe get laughed at because you wrote the four plus four equals nine. I mean, it's just, I, I just don't get where the simplicity is in anything anymore. You should build from something. I don't even think there's a base at this point for them to learn and educate themselves, not alone to get a car loan or a house. I mean, my ex-wife, she had no clue how to get a mortgage, and I did. And I'm just thinking in my head the whole time as we're going through the process, I'm like, what the heck? I mean, do your research. Nowadays, especially, we have everything on our phone. It's at literally right. our fingertips. Learn something. No, don't, don't depend on someone. Learn something. I agree completely. Now, Landon, next time you call in, I'd appreciate it if you didn't mention the word divorce in front of Catherine. <laughs> You're giving her ideas. Oh, I was like, uh-oh. Breaking uh, news. I, 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 I think, honestly, Tommy, you'd be dead before divorce. No. Oh, oh so know. what you're saying is... I'm going to kill him? That I'm of the age now, she's just going to wait for know. me to die. I don't know. You might, you might do something cynical or stupid. Who knows? <laughs> well, thank you for the support, pal. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so things are going well, though. It, uh, going through a divorce got to be tough. I hope, Hopefully, uh, things are working out for everybody on, on all sides. Uh, it's a little tough. Um, you know, like I said, I was on the show uh, during Car Shows and Secrets uh, way back. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually uh, did a stint at Hazleton um, for, for alcoholism, and that's kind of what brought the divorce on. So um, doing a lot with that. Uh, it's a great group. Uh, I've learned a lot. I'm back running the companies and doing the, what I need to do in all this process and learn from it because, uh, you know, COVID took me for a ride, too. You know, I've started getting into the bottle more than actually getting through COVID and yeah. keeping the company yeah. before. Like that's pretty so, uh, yeah, it was pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just, you, you got to learn every day. I mean, that's the number one thing that all of us, I think, uh, I was listening yesterday. I, I thought you mentioned some girl that was throwing up or something that she stood up and she had a Hazleton sweatshirt on. Oh, and I just oh, yeah. laughed. Yeah. But, Yep. I just laughed my ass off when I heard that. <laughs> like, oh god! I know some guys that yeah went through it with me and they relapsed, and you know it's sad. But some people just won't get it, and they don't want to learn. And we, we as a society, should always think about learning from our wrongs and learning to get better. And we're not. We're just kind of stuck to our phones, and it seems to be zombie mode. Uh, for a lot of people nowadays. Well, I think there might. There, I, I think there's hope on the horizon. I just read an article um, that said a university is going to start making the college students write out in the old blue book style. Really? Their yeah, their exams because they're they they were taking them home and having AI do their yeah. reports oh, and do geez. their tests. Oh. Yeah. Yep. And. Um, Sorry, sorry, no, no telephones, and you have to you have to actually write it out now. Oh. So it's going mm-hmm. back to those days because you can't trust that mm-hmm. people know anything. If you're going to mm-hmm. ha- just have a Chat GPT you know, do your exam for you or do your report, it's true, Landon. You got to call in more often. It was a great conversation. We appreciate your time today. Yeah, you guys have a good one. We'll talk soon.
Thanks a lot, Landon. Landon right. calling in, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what's the number for people to call in, Andy? 952-600-2575. There you go. I just want to make sure. We're getting a lot more phone calls during the morning show and on this. I, I really like that. No question about it. Uh-oh, Jude thinks the show is over. It is 1121. Close. He comes over and scratches my chair. Got, Time to go. He's got three and a half minutes <laughs> like, to go. It's windy early. out. I am, yeah, I want to go chase a leaf oh, yeah. right now. Very much <laughs> wanting to go outdoors. <laughs> well, Jude, you got four more minutes, so you can't quite oh, leave yet. Can you handle it, Judy? Well, I suppose we could leave four minutes early just to please the dog, but you know. <laughs> just to please the dog. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. No, I thought those conversations, first of all, Dr. John, having him back is great. He's a mm. terrific guest. Always done a really great job. And then Landon calling in. Uh, car Selling Secrets did an appearance on the show back in November, he said. And Dougie, of course, is doing Car Selling Secrets. I think he's going to do one Friday, as a matter of fact, when Josh Arnold's in here. So that'd oh. be good. Oh, there nice. you go. And, and you were talking earlier about like the victim, like everybody wants to be a victim. And yes. like, hearing Landon talk, like it sounds like just from the brief conversation we had, like he's somebody that could definitely have been like, mm. oh, I'm the victim, yeah. woe is yeah, me, absolutely. getting you know divorced, Hazeltine, all that. And it's like he still has hope. Like so, people have to keep everything in perspective. Like You're there's right. somebody that's probably going through a lot worse than you, and somebody like Landon who's got all that going on and that be mm-hmm. that optimistic is good to see. God, I, Catherine's down there. What are you doing? Well, Jude's just bothering me. You've got three more minutes, Jude. Can you hang in there for three he's, more minutes? He's being very insistent. Oh, we're going to do the lap jump. No, dear. Oh, there okay. It's a little struggle. So graceful. He's really so good. good. He's an athlete. Graceful he's really good. as always. Oh, I don't think you're going to make the team, honey. Kevin, <laughs> where do you think your wisdom came from? Your mother, your father, everybody? Jody. Yeah, I feel like my mom was definitely like the not we're not going to feel bad for ourselves like right, there's always somebody right. that's got it worse that's like, very helpful when i was in i remember being in like even in school like for sports it would be like hold yourself to a higher standard mm-hmm. or if you're, you know the, i remember the grade point average it was like you had to have a c average to play sports she's like well i'm not letting you play if you don't have like a b and so it was oh. always like it was always like i don't know so you never played sports no never played sports a c is basically coasting oh 100 and that's like yeah so she was yeah she was like no i know you're better than getting a c so and like i remember there was one time where i started we had a substitute teacher was in I think it was in the eighth grade, and I started the wave in one of my classes. Oh. To just, I was I was a troublemaker, <laughs> and so the, I, can see it. I, can I got see detention, it. and they called home and like told my mom, and so she was like, I remember she told the principal was like, hey, we're supposed to be going to a Timberwolves game today. Can you just let him know that we're no longer going to the Timberwolves oh. game today oh. since he got in trouble? And so, like, yeah, they're like, yeah, Tevin, oh, you have detention, and by the way, you're not going to go to the Timberwolves game today. Oh, so you like, paid a hefty price for the oh, wave, Oh, my mom man. was a battle axe. Yeah, oh. she was. <laughs> love her to death, axe. but she was. <laughs> I haven't heard that term in a million years. <laughs> she, yeah, she was. <laughs> She's a bad But no, she was great. I love my mom, but yeah, she definitely held me to a higher standard. Also, found out my girlfriend, I'm pretty sure she likes you more than she likes me. That's how it should be. I can understand she, that. Like, oh, never dear. met you, but she, when you called me and left me a voicemail, I, like, mentioned to her, like, oh, I got to call him back when he's not on his show. And she always goes, did you call Mr. Bernard back? How's Mr. Bernard doing? Oh. I was like, you can, I was like, just call him Tom, please. This is uncomfortable <laughs> for me. Just not Uncle Tom. So, no, 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 not Uncle Tom. No, so, yeah, not no, Uncle Mr. Tom. Bernard. She always asks about you. So. That's very sweet. We're going to have to have dinner one night then. Yeah, absolutely. we got to have dinner not. with somebody who, who, uh, who likes me. It's very rare. <laughs> Well, someone likes you, and that person is Derek Dehart. 
Derek. Good yes. Derek. Gotta love Derek. Yep. Ten minutes up, ago, Derek? he sent in the email. He was late today. Sorry, he's, probably, he's a busy guy. <gasps> he's working, grinding away. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he emails in. Love, we love Derek. We're good to go. Yep. All right, that is going to do it for this. Uh, that was oh, a damn good okay. episode. I thought. Oh, he heard that. Okay, that's going to do it. <laughs> Whenever you hear when that's going to do it, he is up and gone. <laughs> sure is. Yep. There's no doubt about it. Yay! Yes. Yay! <laughs> we will talk to you tomorrow with the family.